Hi everyone and welcome back to the second episode of What We'll Bring Along the Way. I'm Maeve. And I'm Teb and we're so excited to have you guys back. Today we're going to be talking with our friend Kyla, our first guest episode. Um, We're going to be talking to her (laughs) about well-being during the pandemic and managing your mental health, her jewelry business on Instagram, activism, her future, and much more. So we just wanted to remind you that we have an Instagram that you can follow for updates. Um, The username is alongtheway.pod. Thanks. Go follow us on there. And before we get into the actual interview with Kyla today, we're just going to catch up a little bit. So how was your week, Maeve? What was going on in your life? It's pretty good. Um, I have some new courses because it's the start of a new semester. Um, and I'm really enjoying them. They're what I like to do. I have world issues and history. And so it's been pretty good so far. But we don't really see too much of each other anymore because, as no. Tavio mentioned, she's not at school. So I know. It's so sad. I really miss seeing you more often. Haven't seen her in like two weeks. Yeah. Um, but yes, right now I'm doing like an out-of-school program that has students from like all across um, our city come together and it's like a business and leadership program so it's been really cool to meet some new people and it's been nice to be back in the classroom and be able to be in person um, despite the pandemic obviously like masks and stuff but yeah I feel really lucky it's great that you can be back in person I'm really happy and I am glad that you got the chance to do an out-of-school program because I know that when I did um, made and when I did Da Vinci they were such good opportunities so mm-hmm. yeah definitely for sure all right so that's what we've been up to hope you guys have all been well um now Maeve's gonna get on to a little intention for the week okay so my intention for the week is to try to be your most authentic self which might sound cheesy but the pandemic has made me reevaluate who I value my time with um, after spending a lot of time just kind of thinking and not being able to see a lot of people. Um, And also it's a time where when I'm leaving, about to leave high school, I feel like a lot of people are thinking like, I'm just going to be a whole new person next year. It doesn't matter about this year. But I just Mm -hmm. think like, why can't you start now? Um, I feel like a turning point for me was definitely last year. When I, when I did Da Vinci, which is like an arts and science program. And I just, I just realized, like, why am, I, why am I caring so much about what other people think? Why can't I just, like, wear some stuff that I want to? And when people ask me what music I like, I should just tell them what I like instead of being worried. Um, it's easier said than done. But I think that this is a good time to kind of, like, look within and think, who mm-hmm. do I want to be? Yeah, I agree. It's so hard to, I I feel like when you're doing those like icebreaker games and people say like, oh, what's your favorite like song or what do you actually like to do? Um, I feel like at least me, I feel like a lot of people um, probably relate, but you just sort of say something that is more safe rather than actually saying what you're interested in. And I think that it's good to focus more on just like yeah. being honest because people want to like know who you actually are and even if they don't it's better to be your authentic self yeah but it is difficult it's hard but I relate to 
what you're saying because like when I'm in a new situation like a program or something like that I definitely get really shy and it's it's mm-hmm. difficult to make small talk it's it doesn't yeah. feel very fun but sometimes it's kind of essential so it's it's finding like a medium between those two things yeah um, I hate small talk to be honest like I do it so much but I hate it like I had to do it at my job and then yeah so yeah anyways (laughs) but that's a really good intention I think it's a good reminder for everybody yeah no worries um and yeah I definitely want to work on that too myself okay so now we're gonna bring Kyla onto the pod Hi, Kyla. Welcome. Thank you for having me. No worries. We're really excited. Um, We're going to start with some rapid fire questions. So I have four questions here and I'm just going to ask you them um, really quickly and you can just answer them in like one sentence if you want, just like fun questions to help everybody get to know you. So um, the first one is, what's top on your travel bucket list, like your ultimate travel destination? I I have been, I've lived in France for three months, but I oh, yeah. would definitely like to go to Italy. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a place I really want to go. Yeah, Italy would be so nice. Love it. Okay, next is something you think should be talked about more or normalized it can be anything just normalized um I feel like periods are still really stigmatized and like not talked about like even like among friends like you don't really talk about it that much so I feel like that's something that should be talked about more Mm -hmm. for sure (laughs) sorry go ahead I just said I agree yeah yeah definitely okay awesome number three and I love these kinds of questions describe your dream life in three words (laughs) oh okay um travel nice um relaxed that would be nice love it (laughs) um and I'm going to say activism because, like, I hope to stay involved in, like, all the stuff that I'm involved in right now in the future, and that's something that's really important to me. So, yeah. Hey. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, so that's it for the rapid fire questions. Now we're going to move on to a few other ones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we kind of divided it into a few topics that we wanted to just kind of, like, talk to you about. So mm-hmm. um, first we just wanted to ask you... How have you been? <laughs> I have been okay. I was um I was completely online last semester, like not even doing Zoom calls or anything. And oh, wow. it's definitely nice to be um having a schedule and to be back in person and seeing everybody. I'm really glad that the program is still running even yeah, with COVID. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um juggling I work part-time as a cashier so juggling that and school and trying to have some free time but I've I've been good yeah that's awesome can can you tell uh the listeners sort of a little bit about Headwaters just in case they don't know yeah 
Headwaters is an environmental leadership program for grade 12s. So you get English, environment and resource management, interdisciplinary studies and outdoor ed. So normally we would um, go on a canoe trip or not canoe trip, winter camping trip in Algonquin for a week. And we would teach grade twos for a month um, about environmental issues. Um, neither of those are happening because of COVID, <laughs> but we are still learning about like environmental issues and, and building a community. So yeah. yeah. Nice. That's awesome. Thanks. Um, yeah, Maeve and I also both um, did or are doing programs. Maeve has done two in the past and she can like tell you guys more about that later. And then I'm also in one right now too, uh, called Beyond Borders. So that's been really good. Um, awesome. Yeah, they really are. I'm trying to get my brother to apply to one. Like he's in grade nine right now. And I'm like, there's so many ones you could try out. Like, yeah. A bit hesitant, but. Um, what's been helping you like cope during this like pandemic or just like something that you've been doing to get your mind off of things? Definitely getting outside. Um, my room is in the basement, so I don't have much sunlight down here. I have a very tiny window, um, but getting outside has definitely helped, especially because um, you can like go on walks with friends with masks. So that's mm -hmm. been really nice just because like seeing people in person is so much different than sure. seeing them online. And yeah. I felt that like being able to connect with people however I can has has really helped definitely. yeah definitely I agree okay we wanted to ask you a bit about your business we wanted to ask you how and why did you get started with your business so I'll, I'll give a bit of backstory for anybody yeah. who doesn't know um I have a jewelry craft business um it, I started it this summer just kind of as something to do because I had a lot of time on my hands being at home. Um, and I, I really didn't expect it to take off how it has. I think I'm around 450 followers on Instagram. Um, awesome. And it started out like just with friends supporting me, which was awesome. But I've I shipped out orders to like London, Ontario and Toronto. And wow. so it's really exciting to see people that I don't know, like supporting me. Um, so, yeah, I kind of I make a lot of like wire rings and earrings and I crochet Um I try to do some seasonal stuff. Um, sometimes I just do whatever I want to do and then see if people have any interest in that or sometimes I'll like put out some inspiration and see what people like. Um, but yeah, I've like, I've, I did crochet when I was younger and then I, I kind of just picked it back up as something to, to keep me busy, but people liked it. So <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. I myself have gotten a few rings from Kyla's <laughs> shop and they're so cute. I really like them. Um, do you want to give a little IG plug to your, to yeah, your shop? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's it's shop love ladybird on Instagram. 
Um, I do have a Facebook as well, but I don't really use it. So yeah, definitely head over to Instagram if you want to check that out. It definitely seems to be a trend with people. Yes. Yeah. To have places (laughs) to kind of sell things that they make. And I think it's so awesome. Like just the, the amount of different things you're able to make, it kind of, it's really interesting. And I don't know. I just love looking at the Instagram shops. So me too. I think that's like one of the obviously there's a lot of downsides but that's one of the best things about social media now like you can literally like start your own business so quickly and even if it's just with friends at first and whatever Mm -hmm. you can still grow and yeah I don't know I think it's so cool I love when people have like jewelry accounts or like thrift clothing (laughs) accounts and stuff so I think it's really awesome nice do you have any advice for anybody looking to start a business like this I would say, well, like you guys were saying, it it has become a bit of a trend. So I think if you can kind of find your niche and like where you can stand out a bit, then you might be able to have some success. Like I know that there are a lot of other accounts that mm-hmm. that do the thrift clothes and that also make like rings and stuff so like I know like one of my friends she like Cassidy she has one and she does a lot of resin jewelry and so I think that's really cool I've never done any of that but I think it's also about finding what you like to do the most because like you can definitely try and like cater your stuff towards what people are interested in but like you have to be interested in it yourself because you're taking a lot of time to make the products yeah so just like play around with what you think people like and what you actually like doing yourself um because some things might seem easy and then they are way too time consuming and not worth it but but Yeah. yeah overall I would just say like try and have fun with it try and like figure out what you like to do and then there will be people who support you with that yeah for sure and I agree with the thing um like making sure it's something worth your time and also people our age I feel like they love the businesses but also they are cheap and they don't like to yeah. pay enough money <laughs> yeah um, they're not trying to be rude but I've just noticed like some people's like Cassidy's prices are some I sometimes look at them and I'm I'm like how can you charge that with something so nice? So yeah, I know. it's definitely like a kind of an in-between you have to hit. Yeah, yeah, I know. It is kind of crazy. Like I just bought a pair of earrings from her and there's these like beautiful like clay earrings and they're just like so well made, just like your stuff, Kyla. And she charged like only $3. And it's, I mean, obviously when you're starting out, you're not going to charge like mm-hmm. really high prices, but yeah. I think like pricing has definitely been one of the hardest things for me to navigate. Because it's, like, when your main market is teenagers, like, either they don't have a job or they do and they're saving up that money so they don't want to spend it, right? But you also, you don't want to undersell yourself because you're paying for materials and it's also your time, time, right? Mm -hmm. And, like, Mm -hmm. I'm delivering everything, so that's also my time and gas money. Um, So... It's definitely tricky. Like, I think there's a difference between making it affordable, but you also need to make sure that you're paying yourself enough, right? Because you need to, you don't want to make yourself 
go into debt over all these supplies that you're buying and you Mm -hmm. also want to pay yourself for your time so yeah that's so true I think it's so hard to find that balance I mean I don't have a business of my own but I've considered it (laughs) and like learning more about business and stuff recently I mean it's different with small businesses obviously but yeah Mm -hmm. finding that balance um is definitely important thank you though that's helpful yeah um next we wanted to ask you a bit about (laughs) a big thing that's that we would associate you with activism and advocacy um so my question is you're a strong advocate for social climate and political justice and are super involved in our community what have you been focused on or interested in recently recently um well not to not to shade headwaters but we (laughs) we have been making mukluks um and it has kind of been brought to our attention as a class that no classes prior to us have really discussed appropriation versus appreciation so that has kind of been a huge topic of discussion um so it started out that in the program they were using them for warmth because they go camping in Algonquin in the winter. So, but one of the things that I was kind of struggling with is like, there's an assignment where we need to decorate the mukluks. And so we've been kind of talking about, well, like we, other than acknowledging that they come from indigenous people, we haven't learned about their history. We haven't learned about like the symbolism of the art that's on them and it just I'm having a really hard time making them and it just really doesn't feel like my place to be putting art on something that meaningful you know yeah so that's been really on my mind lately and we're trying to figure out how to navigate it because like the program has been running for 25 years like that's 25 years of mukluks that have been being made before us and it, it kind of feels like a lot to take on because we feel like we kind of need to right the wrongs of 25 years of this program, yeah. right? So yeah. that's been of, really tricky. Yeah, that does sound tricky. And that's a lot of pressure too, like having it built up from all those years. I think like it's so hard to, like in a situation, obviously you realize that you are considering like, oh, is this appropriation, you know, as a white person and everything. But at the same time, you're like in a school program. So how do you find it? Like, are the, are the teachers, you know, willing to have those conversations or how has that been? So they've been like prompting discussions with us, but I think they've been trying to figure out like what to do going forward. Because I know one of my teachers said like the main thing that kind of sparked this for her was, um, like reading white fragility and like the black lives matter stuff all over social media right now um and so that kind of sparked it for her but I I was just kind of concerned because like in a program like this you have a lot of socially aware and like environmentally conscious people Mm -hmm. and I was just wondering why even if, even if it hasn't been a thing for the teacher themselves to realize that this needs to be something that's brought up, why hasn't this been talked about among students before, right? Yeah, yeah. So we've, we've definitely been having conversations about it and mm-hmm. trying to decide, like, should this be something that they continue to do going forward? Because, like, we have a mentor in the program who is 
like teaching us how to make the makloks, but she herself is white and she learned how to make this from a book written by white people. Mm. So there's mm. just a bit of disconnect. Like we yeah. we aren't learning from someone who is indigenous and I think that would be a completely different story if we were, you know? But yeah. it's just like we're 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 learning from a white woman who learned from a white woman. So yeah. It just doesn't really feel like our place. And I think a lot of us have been struggling with how to make it right. Because yeah. we have kind of taken on all this. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's tricky when there's so much history with the program. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I hope that you can find a way to, to continue doing that kind of thing. Because as you said, people have been using them for the trips, the winter camping. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you can find a way to have it be appreciation rather than appropriation I think that Mm -hmm. would be good but yeah yeah Mm -hmm. like you were saying like you know hopefully like in the future as you move forward maybe there'll be an opportunity um to have that like demonstration from like an indigenous person rather than like a white person um and yeah that's obviously like problematic and, and tricky but it's important that it's being talked about I mean ideally it should have probably been talked about earlier but yeah I mean it's good it's better that that you're having these conversations rather than not having them so yeah exactly yeah for sure actually what I wanted to talk a little bit about is what is your opinion on I know we've been talking about like um activism and advocacy for a little bit but I just wanted to end it off by asking you um what's your opinion on like internet activism like specifically on Instagram do you think mm. it's beneficial or not or <laughs> somewhere in the middle? I, I think it definitely falls somewhere in the middle. I um, mm. think the issue with it is it can be very performative. Mm-hmm. And like everybody posting the black squares like that, that does nothing. That does mm. nothing. It doesn't amplify the voices of anybody who like has personally experienced racism or is going through anything like like my feed was just full of nothingness instead of like why not share black creators or share black activists or you know and I think I think it's a lot of jumping on the bandwagon Mm -hmm. and like so one post is being shared so then everybody posts it on their story and it's Mm -hmm. it's great to like spread awareness about issues but like I think activism really needs to go beyond that because it's not like obviously take the time to educate yourself about things that are going on in the world and things that you care about and if you find something that has helped you learn then for sure share that with the people around you but I think what's crucial is that your activism goes beyond that because Mm -hmm. You can't just call it a day if you're not actually doing anything to make change, right? Yeah. And I think that's the issue with social media is people either don't take the time or don't care enough. And they think that they've done enough just by sharing that one Instagram story, right? Yeah, for sure. I think it's, I don't know, I think there's two sort of, things about that like like you were saying like just sort of jumping on the bandwagon is a bit of an issue and obviously like I'm probably guilty of that as well yeah I Um, am too it's difficult not to just yeah yeah. 
like when yeah. the black squares were being posted I would mm-hmm. admit at for a moment I was like okay maybe I'll yeah. post a black square but then I was like hold on mm-hmm. so it just takes some it takes some thought sorry to go on no no that's okay I was thinking about that too like thinking back to the black square like I originally did post a black square and then I remember doing some like reading on it a little bit later like a day later or something and sort of realizing how that you know wasn't helping and Mm -hmm. I think you know that was a good learning experience for me um so just there can be benefits to it but it can also be really performative and I also think like you were saying like not leaving it at the end of the day like if you're gonna share something I think it depends on like the intention behind it like are you really thinking about what you're posting um are you really like pushing that elsewhere like are you doing your own research so there's yeah it's it's important to think about your intention behind something before posting it for sure yeah Um, but yeah okay thank you so much other question would be um relating to art have you been working on any art projects lately I've been I haven't really been doing a ton of art recently because I've been so busy but over the summer I was involved in a campaign where I created some art for a community initiative to raise awareness about like access to menstrual products and just like how Um, It's especially difficult for people who are living in poverty and don't have access to those products. Um, The campaign didn't actually end up using my art, which is totally okay. But uh, I I really enjoyed like connecting my my activism and things that I care about socially to the art that I was making. And I have I have had a bit of a chance to start making some art for Headwaters. So it's mostly like environmental based but but yeah awesome I was just gonna ask what like medium did you do for uh the project in the summer and then this one now too in headwaters um so for headwaters we have a journal that we have to do for one of our classes so we're kind of encouraged to add art to it whenever we can so one of my favorite mediums is collage I I love collage, so I've been trying to incorporate that into my journal. I've done, like, really just some basic stuff, like leaf rubbings and stuff like that in my journal. But over the summer, I I kind of did a combination of, like, acrylic and collage, and I think I did some digital work as well. Um, but, yeah. Um, nice. Sorry, can I just add something? Yeah. Um, I think that's something that, Kyla is very strong in is just being very well-rounded and then also being well-rounded in her art um, and combining activism with art so I definitely noticed that when we were in a program together and I definitely like take things from her so yeah thank you yeah for sure anyways um all right we're almost wrapping up but (laughs) wrapping up a little bit but this has been so fun to talk to you you're very well spoken like you have a lot of thank you not to sound like a teacher or something I feel like I always end up Maeve always tells me I always end up sounding like a 40 year old woman (laughs) anyway yeah so next I wanted to ask you a little bit about 
your future slash your dreams like not to put a lot of pressure on you or anything but <laughs> Maeve and I both really like talking about our future it's one of our favorite hobbies um so do you have any plans for next year um and what would you like your future to hold and like what are your wildest dreams okay maybe start with the first one <laughs> so I have applied for university next year I'm hoping to go into environmental studies um with more of a human focus so tying in like a lot sorry bit of backstory last semester I got to take some courses I was really interested in I did world issues and world cultures and for one of them I did a project about environmental racism and so like the connection between like environmental hazards and how that impacts like communities that are highly populated with people of color so um when I go into environmental studies, I'm hoping to focus on that sort of thing and not just like environment and resource management. Um, I am waiting to hear back from McGill uh, and kind of weighing my options right now. Us yeah, <laughs> I know they, they have everybody waiting. Um, oh, no. I'm kind of trying to decide, do, do I want to go out to a big city or... Um, my other top choice right now is Mount Allison out in New Brunswick, which is a really tiny town, like 5,000 people, one stoplight. So two, two very Extremes. different options there. Yeah. Um, wow. So I'm looking at those. I'm also trying to see, it's impossible to know, but I, I would like to know what school is going to look like next year before I make a decision because online school was not enjoyable for me and I think that going to university is so much more than just the academics and especially especially first year right like it's Mm -hmm. your first year moving out there's a ton of growth to be done and I don't think that that can all happen if you're just in your room all the time doing school online so I definitely yeah that's funny that reminded me of you Tev saying like I do I want a big city do I want to like a very tiny town and the east coast <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's funny we're sort of like in the same boat I really do not know like where I want to go so I, yeah like I applied to McGill I applied to Dal which obviously isn't like a mm-hmm. small university but I was also considering other small universities um in the Maritimes like I was going to apply to like STFX or St. FX or whatever but mm-hmm. a little too small for me anyways so yeah it's hard to decide like you want that big city life do you want that east coast life I guess yeah um it's a tricky decision it is and also too I know Maeve and I have been feeling similarly with the whole online thing like at least for me um I don't want to go to uni next year if it's going to be online because I know yeah. I just like really struggle so it's hard to know like when we're going to find out and yeah. there's so much uncertainty with that so. but it's also mm-hmm. hard to know if you took a gap year would you be able to do the things you want to yeah yeah exactly it's yeah. kind of I'm like a very type A person like I like to know what's going on I like to try and plan my life like in grade nine I tried planning my classes all the way up to grade 12 so um I've definitely been trying to adjust to like the world changing so much and like I was originally going to take a gap year and travel and then I was like okay that's not happening so I'm just going to go to school but I was like I don't want to do school online so does that mean I just like take the year off and work or and I think like that's not just a problem that we're struggling with like I think that's That's like everybody who's going to school 
next year is trying to figure that out. Yeah, I think, yeah, like yeah, everybody's in the same boat. And it's just like, there's never been a time recently or in history where just like, we just have so much uncertainty. Like, yeah, seriously, it could change no at like any know. moment. And there's not really a way to plan, which is hard. Like, I like to plan ahead too, like you were saying. Um, so we'll see. <laughs> I'm definitely considering taking a gap year if things are online and uh, moving yeah. up north, but that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> okay awesome um I'll just I'll just finish answering your question because you just said the future as well yeah Um, what are your big dreams yeah I I plan on being in school for a while um my my dad and my grandpa both have PhDs in environmental studies as well so I'm kind of hoping to follow in their footsteps with that um but I would definitely like to try moving to lots of different places like maybe I'll go out east for my undergrad and then go out to BC or you know like I I want to move around and I also want to make sure that I a lot of the environmental programs have travel opportunities with them. Like with McGill, you can go to Panama or Barbados or the Arctic or like there's a ton of stuff. So I definitely want to make sure I'm doing that once I'm able to with COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, just um, going to school, learning about stuff that I'm interested in and passionate about and um, continuing with my art, continuing with activism traveling yeah yeah that's awesome I don't doubt that that will happen for you (laughs) (laughs) yeah um yeah being if you're if you have something you're really passionate about I think like school is great that's why I'm just like it's so good that you like know what you want to do I'm still trying to figure out what I'm really passionate about and yeah I think I don't know I think people will figure it out as they go but that's great that you have like a clear idea of what you're passionate about and I yeah. think I think university education is becoming they're realizing that they have to become more interdisciplinary. It can't mm-hmm. just be I'm going to study sociology. I'm going to study history. It's like people need more of an interdisciplinary education for the world that mm-hmm. we have. So yeah, it's a good thing. Definitely. Yeah. Yep. Now that our world is so global and everything. Um, <laughs> okay. So. Another segment that Maeve and I like to do on the podcast, if you guys listened to the previous episode, is we like to give some recommendations of things that we've been really liking recently. So if you're down for that, we're going to give a few of ours. And then if you just have like anything, it can be really anything that you've been liking to do recently, like listen, watch, read, like food, whatever, um, then you can share too if you'd like. So Okay. Yeah. Um, do you want to start me? Oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. So one of my recommendations is there's this open education um, series of courses at Slow Factory, which I believe is like a not-for-profit. Um, and they have to do with fashion. The, the one last week was fashion and colonialism. And mm-hmm. the only thing is they're in the middle of the day, like the school day. So I haven't been able to go to any of them, but they're free lectures. Um, you can sign up and then be on like an email list and I think they post them afterwards so you don't necessarily need to tune in right at the time but they're really interesting it's just it's just nice to do some learning outside of school Um, 
I also went to this AGO um, talk. It was about fashion as well, like fashion in the 1970s and Studio 54, which is like this club in New York City. And I, ju I just would say like my recommendation is to look for different opportunities to learn about things that you like because it's kind of a perfect time. A lot of institutions are like having meetings online and just sharing that with the world. Um, and then I don't really have any like reading or watching recommendations, but I did have some music. So get your pens out. <laughs> um, <laughs> or yeah. your notes app. <laughs> yeah, or your notes app. Um, <laughs> I've been listening to, I really like this artist called Begonia. And she's Canadian. And she, I found that she put out an album that is a live concert. Like it's her album, but it's live. Um, so it's called Begonia the Fear Tour Live and she has an amazing voice it's just incredible another Canadian is called <laughs> Looney L-O-O-N-E-Y and she is kind of also R&B amazing voice um, and then I've been I play piano so I've been learning a new piece and it's called Opening by Philip Glass and it's really repetitive it's instrumental, um, but it sounds, it sounds like water. It's like flowing, and it's just so beautiful. So, I won't go on a rant, but those are my recommendations. <laughs> nice, that's awesome. Um, as for mine, you were talking about you know taking advantage of like learning things right now, mm -hmm. um, and I think too like no matter how small that is, like such a beneficial thing. I actually just thought of this on the spot after you were talking about those online courses. I a few weeks ago went to a few events for the McGill uh, journalism event. Sorry, I'm not remembering the conference, exact name. Yeah. Conference, journalism conference. Yeah, so that was really cool because uh, I've always been interested in journalism. Um, and McGill. Even though, and <laughs> McGill. <laughs> so that was cool. Specifically, it was talking about um, like racism in journalism. And uh, there were some really cool speakers. And so I really liked that. Um, and then those were, that was just on Facebook. So just like taking advantage of things like that. Well, I actually had to create a Facebook account because I did not have one. <laughs> that was a little bit challenging. I felt like, I feel like no one uses Facebook. Already. I thought you were a 40 year old woman. Come on. Yeah. Well, not in that area, I guess. Oh. Um, other than that, I've been listening to a lot of like this specific, like lo-fi playlist from this like girl. Um, that I like this YouTuber and her Spotify is Audrey Storm. If you guys are interested, like I love listening to like lo-fi music in the morning. So there's one called Chill Morning, which I really like. And then she also has one to like called music to help you unwind. So I don't know. I really like starting my day with that kind of yeah. stuff. And I have a few other ones, but I'll just pick one because I do not want to go on a rant either. Um, I really like this podcast called Data and like not data but like d-a-d-a -A. these it's this youtuber um moya moini and her friend lauren and they're irish which is great and they i just love their accents and they sort of just talk about what's going on in their life um they go to trinity in dublin if you ever watched or read normal people um and so that's Watch really it. cool and they just talk about yeah it's so good um, and they just talk about their lives and do little wine chats and yeah, university, sustainability, um, everything like that, just anything there that's on their mind. So I really like that podcast. And yeah, those are my little recommendations for this week.
Do you have any you want to share, Kyla? Yeah, I was I was trying to remember because we talked about Cassidy's shop. So if anybody wants to check out that on Instagram, it's mm-hmm. like CC shop, I believe. I think, I think so. Yeah. I, yeah. I can look on Instagram. Um, and then one of my favorite podcasts is called Looking In um, by Audney Kashi-Stewart. And she she's just a year older than us. And she talks about a lot of activism, a lot of Black issues. And yeah, and then also one of my favorite artists to listen to is O.C. Elliott. It's O-C-I-E and they're um, a duo from they're from BC and they do like indie folk-ish music and they've been putting a lot of stuff out recently so yeah I, I really like them awesome definitely a yeah good podcast. yeah it is a really good podcast um and yeah just to like make sure we got the right plug for Cassidy's shop I don't know why I'm so times you say plug. I don't need to say plug so many times I can't think of another word <laughs> need to expand my vocabulary um but it's just cps dot shop with two p's and then underscore so check it out she's right check now. it out yeah he definitely is just like kyla okay <laughs> awesome okay thank you so much thanks um, for joining us yeah yeah <laughs> i think that's it for today so yeah thank you so much for joining us yeah thank you for having me have a good no day have a you good too. Day. Bye. Bye. So that was Kyla. Um, we're so happy to have interviewed her. It was yeah. an amazing time to just chat with her, and yeah, she's so she's so interesting as a person. So yeah, she's really great to talk to, and we had a lot of fun. So I hope you guys also enjoyed our first interview here on the pod. And Hopefully you like this model of talking yeah. to different people about what's going on with them. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, all right. So I'm going to finish it off with our final segment, which is the finishing thoughts. And okay, I do not need to drum roll. <laughs> <laughs> so this week for the little journal prompt or just things to think about. Um, I've been thinking a lot about things I've been doing in my out of school program. So we've been talking a lot about failing forward <laughs> and taking risks. We've been watching a lot of videos and like inspirational things about how a lot of people miss out on their greatest dreams in life and desires um, simply because they had the fear of failing. And obviously, this is just a very broad way of looking at like failure. There's obviously a lot of other factors. Um, But just putting it into simpler terms, I think it is a good reminder for everyone to realize that, you know, failure is the fear of failure is one of the things um, that sets us back a lot of the time with that my journal prompt for this week is if you are not worried at all about failure taking risks or what others think of you what is something you would do um this can be a hobby a job a travel destination people you want to meet qualities you want to acquire in yourself etc so if i were to answer this journal prompt I would say that I would like to add more confidence into my life in terms of making decisions without the reassurance of others. I feel like I really rely on those around me um, to see if what I'm doing is good and I want to get better at taking risks. 
um, and just doing things for me and feeling assured in my own judgment. Um, so yeah, I want to carry that through with like people I'm meeting um, and putting myself out there, but also in terms of travel and maybe going somewhere without completely planning it out. Obviously not like being stupid about it. Um, yeah, but I do- Seeing how it goes, right? Yeah, for sure. So that is something I would say. There's a lot of different ways you could answer that, but there's just a little idea of how you could go about answering a question like that. Yeah. So yeah, that is my little prompt for the week. I definitely agree with the concept of failing forward. I think it's easy enough to say, okay, we're going to learn from our mistakes, but how often do we actually put the work in to say, okay, I'm going to this was bad, but how am I going to get better? Exactly. Easier said than done. So. Exactly. And success only comes, well, we were listening to a speech on Denzel Washington yesterday, and he says, success only comes from failing and failing and failing until you finally get your break. So, you know, that's a really hard concept because I think a lot of us are so used to just succeeding right away. But are you really learning? Are you really growing if you don't fail? So I want to become more comfortable um, with that notion as well. So, yeah. This is good because in our story, we asked what people wanted, what topics people wanted to see. And now, mm-hmm. Vani, Vani, you can have your inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> yes, shout out to Vani. Okay, so that was our little prompt for the week. And that was our interview with Kyla. We had a really great time talking to her. And I hope you guys enjoyed too. Yeah, it's really nice to reconnect and also connect with people that we both know um, and just see how they're doing. That's mm-hmm. kind of why we started the podcast. So yeah, we're, we're really loving it so far. It's been a great experience. And we are. We've gotten some really kind feedback that we didn't yeah. expect. So shout out really to all the people who like shout our friends. Out. Shout out time, whatever. No, <laughs> thank you so much to everybody who sent us like such sweet kind messages we really appreciate it um you don't know how much it means to hear that because uh we were a little bit nervous initially yeah. to you know release the first app okay and I need put to a lot of work into <laughs> yeah you do <laughs> we put a lot of work into making sure it was edited I mean Tavia edited it so shout yeah. out to Tavia um, <laughs> and the Instagram and mm-hmm. it was just kind of like a big process to just get it out there so it was really yeah. rewarding to have those really nice comments um yeah definitely and if you're feeling particularly giving not giving if you're feeling (laughs) if any of you guys listening are feeling particularly inspired to leave us a little review on apple Podcasts, that would be greatly appreciated um it helps our podcast um, become more known to other people so if you want to even just rate it, um, you don't have to review it or write a little review, feel free. And yeah, we would really appreciate yeah. it. Anyways, that's pretty much it for this episode. And that wraps it up for today. Thank you so much for listening, guys. This was What We'll Bring Along the Way, and we'll see you in the next episode.